0: Sometimes, like, the three of us texting, it's like no one's paying attention to anyone. Like, it's literally three of us having our own conversations sometimes. It just so happens we happen to be on the same, like, you know, like, string, but, like, none of our conversations have shit to do with each other.
1: (laughs) And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with one of my partners, Shane (laughs) Manila.
0: Hey, it's Shane, Shane is the worst um, at Shane is the worst on Twitter at Shane is the worst.
1: <laughs> and that little blurb of stuff that you heard while the music was playing was just Shane commenting on the fact that sometimes between me, him and Jeremy, trying to have a conversation in one text line just doesn't work.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, not sometimes, like rarely <laughs> ever. like it's funny when a conversation actually flows like a normal conversation, like I'm super proud of us and excited. <laughs> But most times it's, it's literally like three people having three different conversations about like, you're talking about the dinner. I'm talking about like, you know, planets (laughs) and Jeremy's talking about cars. And, uh, that's basically how all of our conversations go.
1: It's, it is weird though, because, um, sometimes you, you answer texts in like one words or something and it, it doesn't actually answer the question one way or the other. So I have to ask again, but whatever. Um, and also, Sorry, everybody that's listening to my strained voice tonight. I we're back on the road with my brother doing conventions and I was in Tampa, Florida these last four days and I came home sounding like this, which really sucks.
0: <laughs> but <It does> suck. <laughs> I need you to be more professional next time.
1: <laughs> but so Jeremy's not able to be with us tonight. He may or may not pop in, I'm not sure. Um, but we do have an awesome, awesome guest tonight, don't we?
0: We do. I I was supposed to expand upon that.
1: Yeah. You're the one who got him to be a guest tonight, so I thought you'd want to tell us. So we
0: got uh yeah, we got Andrew uh Mackens, um from probably everyone that has a podcast um or promotes um knows him from underdog fantasy. Um he's in charge of growth marketing. <laughs> Um, which it sounds a lot better than how I had him labeled on the, uh, <laughs> the show sheet. I had him labeled as uh, the boss of something or another. And, um,
1: yeah, and I was a little uncomfortable saying that as his title. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. So, he, yeah, he's a awesome guy from Underdog. Um, so when he jumps on, we'll talk a little best ball stuff um, and maybe get his thoughts on some fantasy stuff going on too.
1: Awesome. Well, actually, we were going to talk about – A little bit of news before he comes in, but I just saw him pop in at the bottom. So why don't we just do all of that? Why don't we just jump right into him as a guest? But wait, maybe before we have him as a guest, do you want to plug Underdog Fantasy? Because that's Uh, usually what we do for the news.
0: So our guest, uh, how about our guest and our news (laughs) is brought to you today by uh, um, UnderdogFantasy.com. Use promo code TRADESHQ. Um, sign up bonus still going on uh, first time signing up you get $25 which is awesome um, as you've heard me say before I'm not a fan of best ball but I continue to draft best ball um, teams because the site is that damn good and they keep doing cool things like the latest innovation is you get to name your own, the leagues what you want to name them um, and we can ask Andrew about that when he jumps on so yeah, yeah go on to underdogfantasy.com you see them all over the Twitter's and use promo code Trades HQ.
1: Yes, and it's awesome because Andrew, you actually did pop in while Shane was doing that.
2: I'm beaming from ear to ear while Shane's doing his, his uh, the, the ad read over there. You know, working <laughs> working for his uh, you know CPA credit, but yeah, <laughs> just had to jump from one thing to the next. So I appreciate you guys having me on and and for your patience.
1: Yeah, and you you had a humongous smile on your face while Shane was talking. Uh, were you happy with what he was saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made a point to me when we talked last week that he just hates best ball, but loves underdog. So I, I'm kind of like, you know, that the, the simplicity of our design and just how easy our app is to use it kind of, for lack of a better word, beat him into submission. And, and <laughs> we were able to get him to draft some best ball teams. And I you know I love that you guys are promoting us on the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I know I mentioned on the show before, back in the day, I don't really do any of the uh, DFS stuff um, because I didn't really like the salary cap type of idea. I But I used to play years back when we could do that draft where I could go one-on-one with some stranger and the two of us draft really quick in like two minutes and we have a team. So when, when
0: you like going one-on-one really quick with a stranger, okay, that's not basketball. That's I'm, something else entirely, my
1: friend. I'm sorry, Andrew. By the way, I, I have a little bit of a cold, so I'm straining my voice. But um, but I I literally just did a draft while I was waiting for Shane to come into the room. I did a three person draft with somebody, and the draft took like it didn't even take five minutes. We we both draft, or well, all three of us drafted a team, and like. I wanted to keep doing more. I wanted to do some, maybe even did something live during the show or anything, but I'm very happy with your product because that's the way I like to do the daily fantasy stuff. I like that head-on-head drafting.
2: Yeah, I mean, to keep the same tone as Shane, like by the time you're done with a three-person draft, 18 rounds of picks in like 20 minutes, you're like the SpongeBob meme where his hand is up against the rock and he doesn't have any pants on. Uh, but, you know, those, those are the best types of drafts. I I mean, the 12-person are the, the best for kind of, you know, understanding where people are taking players where and, and looking at our ADP. But the three-person and the six-person drafts are super fun because the teams are basically stacked. Like, you know, 18 times three is something around, like, 50 to 60 players that are coming off the board. So you're really drafting, like, who out of the, you know, top 60 guys are you really – Thinking it like in your three-person competition is going to are going to be like the top, you know, the the wide receiver ones, the running back ones, the tight end ones of the season.
1: Yeah, and it's fun too because it's like a 30-second clock. So when people already know who they're gonna pick, you pick and then two seconds, two seconds, and all of a sudden you're on the clock again, you know. So you have to be really quick to pay attention to what's going on. But it's a lot of fun. So why don't we roll it back a little bit and Why don't you tell everybody about underdog fantasy? You know, Shane says his little story every single week and we, we promote it, but why don't you promote it?
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, the, uh, you mentioned the draft app and the team that developed underdog also developed draft. Ah, And so there's a lot of that like synergy there, a lot of that history. And basically what the the team decided, you know, we want to get the band back together, develop a best ball app even better than we did the first time. And that's how underdog really came to be. Um, And to to really focus on like the games aspect, it is focused on the best part of fantasy football, which is the draft or fantasy sports in general, because we do currently cover the main four sports. So, you know, if MLB is your fix, you can draft some teams in fantasy baseball right now too. But in in terms of football, which is really our our huge focus, obviously we've got the Best Ball Mania tournament. Uh, Shane mentioned you can get a free $25 when you sign up for the first time. And so that's a free shot at a million dollars. But we also have a new tournament out right now called the Puppy 2. Uh, mm-hmm. The first puppy filled up in 11 days. Right now, the second puppy is like, I feel like it's twice as big and it's like filling up twice as fast. So <laughs> it is, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but that's like a $5 entry. And the first place pi- prize is like $100,000. So you could you know sign up with the with that code. what is it trades h q right? Yes <laughs> uh, and then when you get that free twenty five bucks in bonus cash, that's five free entries into the puppy too. so i I, I love that angle too. Obviously, five dollars for entry into a tournament is such like a lower barrier to entry than than the best ball mania. Uh, so I think it's a good way of getting your feet wet and even our our simplest drafts, like the three person ones or like a, you can find a twelve-person draft that's just trying to win that league, and it only takes three bucks to get into your first draft. So, a lot of different options there. We're going to have pick them during the season as well, and, and weekly contests that are draft-focused. So, very different from the salary cap games that you were mentioning before. Um, so, so yeah, a lot of different options to play on on Underdog, and uh, I, I'm super excited for when the season finally gets here. It, it just keeps creeping. Closer and closer to kick
0: off. Yeah. And Andrew didn't mention it, but if you happen to sign up using um, promo code TradesHQ and you win the $100,000, you don't have to give us any of that. (laughs) It'd be nice, though. It would be nice if I don't win it. Um, If you could get it, just shoot us a percentage of that. That's how you want.
1: Come join our Patreon and, and donate. Um, you,
0: you know, I, I know I'd rather someone just give me money at this point. I've worked hard my whole life. I'm at the point where I'd accept, I'd gladly accept uh, charity at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Andrew, um, you know, how long have you guys been around? Because I, I, I'm not sure, but it just seems like all of a sudden you're everywhere. But it, it, you didn't just come out of the woodwork a month ago, right? How long have you guys been around and when did you start doing this mass marketing thing?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Michael. I mean, last season was the first year that we had a tournament. It was just called Best Ball Mania. So very similar in, in terms of the entropy, and and I think it was a much smaller prize pool to start. But that first tournament launched in, I believe it was July 17th of last year. And so we just recently passed like our official one one year anniversary of being live and available for you know, for the fantasy sickos out there to draft <laughs> 150 best ball teams in these tournaments. Uh, and, and last year, we didn't even have a marketing budget. Um, it was pretty much just investor relations from our founder Jeremy Levine and and the team at Draft. You know, re- reaching out to people that love the Draft app and and introducing them to Underdog. Uh, you know, we've we've brought some great investors along or uh, along the way we brought a lot of investors on Uh, some of the big ones are like Mark Cuban and Kevin Durant's investment group. So I think that goes a long way in terms of like legitimizing us as well. And uh, you know, this year was the first year that we had that marketing budget. So to your point, like, you know, they basically hired me to help build out this network of partners and, that's where like my day in and day out now has been like kind of reaching out to folks like yourself, getting them set up on some, on some, you know, these content based partnerships and promoting how awesome of an app underdog is and how awesome our games are. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's why (laughs) I've definitely heard some people have the fatigue within like the, the fantasy football, Twitter bubble of like, Oh Jesus, everyone's got a, an underdog code now, but we're trying to hit like, you know, all of those individuals like uh, in each person's audience that doesn't overlap. Right. So sure. I, I think it, it goes a long way that we're in in, in the sense that you said like everywhere.
1: Yeah. And, and that's why I wanted you to kind of tell everybody that it has been around. You know, you did start last year. I did. I, I I just mentioned that because I heard somebody say that, like you just said, where it's, I don't know about fatigue, but I do know that your name is popping up in a lot of places. So I just uh, wanted. to...
0: Yeah, they are literally everywhere. But right. as long as we're there too, I don't care. Well, and I yeah. actually, I just signed up for the the puppy while we were talking. Right. It's going to started for three seconds. Uh, yeah, you're gonna exciting. be you're
2: gonna be multitasking the draft <laughs> and the and this interview or this, uh, this podcast episode. And so, this
1: is what happens every yeah. week, Andrew. I'm I mean, hey, if
2: you want to share yeah. your screen, we can talk <laughs> through some picks. Like <laughs> I I can't draft in the puppy, right? Like I'm employed by Underdog. I can't be in these tournaments. Sure. So if you need like uh you know a consultant on your puppy draft. When it inevitably fills in like five minutes, then, you know, just let me know. But you know, I need you, we, yeah,
0: but I, I do need you to know that I will write a, a strongly worded letter. Um, <laughs> but
2: when to you lose, underdog,
0: when I lose, like, <laughs> this is unacceptable. I expected better cheating to go on here. <laughs> How could you not throw this for me?
1: Oh, great. So this is all going to be part of our show. There's going to be insider trading with this. No, um,
0: <laughs> as a joke. No, I'm, I'm a total fish.
2: Like, I, I hate the way that fantasy is regulated for that reason, but like, I. I, I don't know anything more than you guys know in terms of, like, the ADP. I mean, it, and I don't get any inside info from, like, Hayden Wings, who's part of our content team, Josh Norris. I, I, I don't pl- bend their ear for, like, camp information or anything like that. If if you want to know as much as I know, you would just go to our YouTube channel or, like, Underblog, which is, is like, our, our medium.com, like, based blog site. And that's where, like, they're sharing all the insights that you guys would need from us to – to help crush your drafts on underdog.
0: I meant to bring that up. Um, they, they do. Oh, I'm on the clock. They have, um, <laughs> they have excellent content. They have Hayden Winks and uh, Josh Norris um, do a podcast.
2: To... Hayden's done a bunch of great work on like how, I mean, for me, especially, and, and kind of how the underdog ADP has shaken out in the past few weeks. Like how many wide receivers should you have on your team? Because the, the draft ADP really leans towards wide receiver lately. And a lot of running backs fall. So if you are like uh, you like to draft a lot of those like high floor running backs, then they might be even better values on underdog than they are other places. I don't know what the ADP looks like today, but it, it's definitely like a different strategy. And Hayden's done a lot of great research on like what kind of structure you're looking for in best ball mania and what's viable to really win that million dollars.
0: And a lot of people were right. It felt like a lot of people um, were writing up the, the how there's the, the dead zone for running backs. And then everyone ran with that and was like, okay, well, this means I can't draft any running backs for the first, you know, from like rounds two to seven, I'm just not drafting one. So you were actually able to pick up a little value there. If you were willing to go against the grain a little bit, everyone jumped on that. And then finally, you know, Content creators had to come back out and go, Wait, guys, we didn't mean draft no running backs. It's not what we were saying. We're saying this is generally usually a bad spot to do so. But, you know, if Saquon Barkley's sitting there in the second round, you might not want to pass him up.
1: <laughs> you guys are talking to each other about content that you've seen. But for some people that don't know where you saw this content, where are you finding people talking about that or, or publishing that?
2: Yeah. So, I, uh, what's great about you know working for underdog is that we have some great partners and that's really how I found out about underdog last year. Um Peter Overzet who kind of has this perfect mix of like daily fantasy sports and uh like comedy and fantasy football. He is one of uh our like I would say top partners. Um and I'm a huge admirer, big fan of his he does a lot of different content cause he's kind of doing that full time now and just, and just doing, you know, hashtag the grind. And when it comes to fantasy content, but he does one show on, on Wednesday nights called ship chasing and, you know, basically chasing championships. Sure. And they, he, and then uh, Ben Gretsch who used to be at CBS has, has written for Rotovis in the past, does a lot of, a little bit of everything everywhere. And uh Pat Corain from NBC sports edge. They're like the main three guys on the show Uh, a couple years back. I think based on like the zero RB drafting strategy, Ben Gresh wrote an article about the running back dead zone. And that's where this term really kind of came into popularity. And then just this off season, Pat Corain on NBC sports edge wrote an article that was like the dead zone. Like his claim was basically that the running back dead zone starts at the very beginning of your draft and like, he's not saying, you know, Christian McCaffrey, he's not saying that's a bad pick. Like if you have the one one you should still be taking Christian McCaffrey, but it's because like his points per game on a season is like still 25 points per game. And just for a quick example, like Derrick Henry, he, he's kind of like RB4, RB5 this year, his points per game with like what he did last year was around 20 points per game. And he had the best, like one of the best rushing seasons possible, like over 2000 yards rushing ton of TDs went completely under the radar in terms of MVP consideration. And like not that many running backs have had 2000 rushing yards. Right. So it's, he just doesn't move the needle enough for your fantasy team to have like a Derrick Henry as your RB one compared to say a Christian McCaffrey. And so What I think to Shane's point about being flexible, like if Swaycon Barkley falls to you in like the second round, like really hard to pass up on him. You can still employ like the principles of zero RB while taking a shot on a running back in those first few rounds, which is like, I think where people are starting to lean a little bit more now where it's like, okay, if I can find a value on a single running back, then that's my anchor running back or my hero RB strategy where I take one And then I'm just hammering the other positions throughout the early, like half of my draft. And then I come back to running back later on.
1: So, when you two were talking, I thought Shane said at the beginning, or I thought you said that there was a podcast about like Underdog and stuff like that. Do you have like an official podcast? I know you said there's like oh, yeah. a blog, there's stuff like that. Where do people find the blog and the podcast and all that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, I, I was plugging non-Underdog things. Yeah, no problem. My like <laughs> dynasty, or not my dynasty strategy, but my <laughs> uh, my general fantasies philosophy
1: and I was trying to plug no, you so that no, I was trying to plug you that's why I was no
2: problem I I have to balance both right yeah. so I mean based on everything we just talked about with like zero RB and like how the wide receiver ADPs are rising on underdog like I will say I, I recommend ship chasing as a podcast slash YouTube show but you know for for underdog purposes like underdog it's just called the underdog football show is our is the name of our podcast and then that that uh josh norris and hayden winks are on that i have no part of it really and then underdog fantasy on youtube is where you can find like most all of that content too so a portion of what's on the youtube channel is getting converted into uh like audio content um but we also do some other fun stuff like streaming with uh live drafts with guests on underdog we have what's called a giveaway gauntlet where we're doing like trivia questions and giving away free uh, 25 bucks uh, to or free entries into best ball mania um, through our YouTube channel based on these giveaway gauntlets. And so a lot of, a lot of opportunities uh, to consume content and, and maybe get some money thrown your way as well.
0: All right. Mike, Mike won't let me share my screen. So let's what? see. We're in round three. <laughs> I haven't done anything to you. I want Saquon AJ Brown. I got DeAndre Swift. And Amari Cooper kind of staring in my face. Who do we like here? I think I like DeAndre Swift, even though this isn't a great spot for running backs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, Swift is like, I think on certain content I've heard, Swift is like ticking upward where he could get enough receptions where he's just actually ends up being a first round running back pick next year.
0: You don't want to pick a running back from a bad offense, which we believe Detroit's going to be right. We believe they'll be a terrible offense, but they're going to be so bad because they have absolutely no receivers. So TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift between the two of them should see somewhere in the neighborhood of 450 targets. So that, that should work out pretty well for them.
1: So the draft you're doing right now, how many people are you drafting against?
0: Uh, there's 12 of us.
1: There's 12? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, Because
2: cool. it's a, it's an entry into the puppy, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So, so let me ask you yeah. that. So that's a 12. The one I did right before you came on the air was a three-person. What are the ranges that you have on the site?
2: Yeah, of course. So for NFL, we really, I think, focus on the three-person, six-person, and 12-person drafts. We do, like, on occasion, rotate in the 10-person, because I know some people like those 10-person leagues a lot, and it feels... Even 10-person, like, going down from 12 to 10 your teams feel so much better than like a 12 person league for, for the more like casual players. Um, But yeah, those, those are the main sizes and we actually have the drafts like in the lobby sorted by the price range. So you can, you kind of scroll down from like how much you're willing to enter. Like if you want to do a $3 draft, get your, you know, your toes wet, you can do that. If you want to do a more high stakes, like single league kind of, like cash game, you can jump in with, you know, 11 other strangers and do a hundred dollar entry where I think the first place prize for like a single one league draft like that is 640 bucks. And second place is like 320 third place. You get your money back or something like that. So those, those those like high stakes options are available between like the hundred dollar and the $50 drafts.
1: Well, part of the reason I asked you that question, um, we have a Patreon account and we have our patrons and Shane threw it out to our patrons. Hey, we're going to have Andrew on if you guys have some questions about Underdog and stuff like that. But one thing that we joked about on the show, I believe it was last week, Shane, where you said you wanted to ask Andrew, hey, how can we get all of our patrons into one game on underdog is there any option like that or is there anything that's coming down the road like that where we can have like a, a 50 person tournament thing with our patrons and stuff like that
2: that's a great question and you know we're constantly bringing in or like taking suggestions from our partners so you know anytime you guys have something you can always email me like you guys have my email or like you got uh, for anyone that's listening, hit me up on Twitter. It's at Andrew Mackins, shameless plug. Uh, but you know, in terms of suggestions, like we did have a lot of suggestions for being able to name drafts that as Shane had kind of alluded to before, um, to help organize like, okay, how do I know what each draft is? Uh, like what, maybe you want to denote something in there about your roster construction or what players that you drafted. Um, and ones that you might want to keep an eye on co- more closely than others especially if you do a lot of them i think that the draft naming tool is, is something that was asked um a lot about from our like heavy users and that's something that we implemented just this week so you can do that as as shane mentioned on web now uh, i think it's still coming to mobile and then uh, i'm trying to think oh i guess the more recent feature that's come is on like the pick side where you can actually share your picks with people And it has like a really nice design elements to it. And so, um, you know, in season, that's something we can talk about a lot more if you guys have me back on again. But (laughs) I, you know, no expectation.
0: Well, so I'm taking that as a yes. At some point, we're going to have at least a 60-man tournament.
2: In terms of suggestions, like we could figure out, like, is there like a private tournament thing that we could do where as long as it fills – then the tournament will go live and you have like a, a, a sizing or a payout structure right. that you would like where, where there's higher stakes. And but right that. now, as you mentioned, like anyone, whether you're, you know, Shane and Michael or like inviting you guys to drafts, or if it's just like, I, mean, if, I, I apologize for using this term, but like Joe Schmo listening to this <laughs> that wants to invite their friends to a 12 person draft like you can go into the lobby, you can pick out a game you want, and if it's a you know a twelve person, a hundred dollar buy-in draft, you can look at that lobby. You can create a private draft out of that, and then from there you could have like this twelve person league of of eleven other people that you know, and and you could do drafts that way. Um, So that's like the best avenue that we have right now for creating those like higher stakes drafts.
1: Yeah. And the thing I was thinking about for like, if we wanted to just do something with all our patrons, Shane, especially with this naming tool. Now we could just set up like, you know, 10, 12 team leagues and call it HQ one, HQ two, HQ three, HQ four, you know, and just shove everybody into each one of those. And we can just see who wins and then do a little bracket thing, but that would be on our end. We'd have
0: to, yeah, that was a lot of, that sounds very convoluted to me. Um,
1: well, it would just be like everything else. You'd just have me do it, and you'd just no, show yeah,
0: up. Yeah, that, that, as long as we're, we're straight on that. Like, I didn't want you to think I was helping in any way other than, like, I'll be in it, and I'll tell people, like, hey, stuff.
1: Hey, it's been five years of being with you. I know how to work it. Um, but, Shane, we did have a couple other questions from some of our patrons, didn't they? We did? Yes, you you no, even you wanted. I put to, them on there. Um, yeah, but you said that you would. Talk, oh my gosh! All right, so wait, let's. You, you said why is best ball? Also I mean,
2: talking about Shane making Michael do like all the work. Exactly. exactly. It. Like, I like it's but it imitates life here, right? Like,
1: and you know what exactly. it is, Andrew? He's sitting there drafting, listening, muting, unmuting, oh, doing the clock. all this at the exact same time. I'll ask the question then. <laughs> wait, you're on the clock. Do your pick, and then I'll ask the question.
0: Yeah, said, that was close. I almost timed out. See. <laughs> That's not good, man. It's not good. I went a little early on QB. I'm not going to lie. Went went a little early on QB there. Um, I don't know. it. <laughs> went I early on QB.
2: That. You only need to draft two. That's the philosophy. If you wait long enough, then you might want to take three. That, that's my little underdog tip of, uh, of the segment here.
0: And I've, I forget who I've heard say this, and it might have been you. I don't know. But, like, it feels like if you're drafting three QBs, you're already drafting to lose. Like, you've already, like, all right, well, at least one of those QBs is going to die. Well, then, if one of those QBs is going to die, you're in bad shape anyway, buddy, um, is how I look at it.
2: it. It is really crazy. Like, you're you're going to need a backup at some point. Like, so second QB is important to your overall roster construction. But I'll, I was looking at some drafts from last year, and let's use that one draft as an example is, like, Cause it'll show you in the results of like how many points you actually get in your lineup. And like, I had one league where I think it was the best team I drafted last year, which netted me like $5. So not that great anyway, but I had Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow as my two, only two quarterbacks. Kyler Murray got me like 300 plus points in my lineup. And Joe Burrow got me a grand total of like 18 points. So he was only the, my starting quarterback for one week out of the entire season. Now, obviously, he got injured in the, in the second half of the year, so that changes things a lot. But uh, it, there is that kind of, like, that strategy of, like, you know, how many quarterbacks are going to really help you optimize your score on a week-to-week basis. If you're getting one of the top seven, in my opinion, like for quarterbacks, then you really only need one backup because you're banking on one of those top seven guys whether it's like Patrick Mahomes all the way down to like Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson to, to be your week in and week out starter. And instead of drafting that third quarterback, you're drafting uh, an extra wide receiver or an extra running back that gives you more options at those positions where you just need more starters.
1: The one thing I thought of, especially since I did that draft so quickly right before the show is You have to pay attention to those bye weeks though, because say you grab two quarterbacks that have the same bye week, uh, you know, that one week, you're not even going to have a quarterback, but it may not make as much of a difference. Like you guys say, if you're only talking about one week, the, the one thing that that topic brings up is, so you don't have the like super flex option or anything like that yet. Is that something that might be coming down the road?
2: We've had a lot of people ask about Superflex. I don't know anything about whether it's coming or when it would come. And I think that's just because based on where we are, you know, smaller company in year two, we, our goals are just to, you know, fill best ball mania and fill, uh, you know, these other tournaments that all have like the similar format, but just different entry fees and different prizing, like prize amount structures. In the future, if we, you know, if we get large enough, could we have some super flex tournament options? Possibly. But there's nothing that is, you know, completely on my radar that I can even hint at for that.
1: All right. Well, then Shane, let's go back to you then. Do you want to ask your super awesome questions that you said Did you yeah, got my questions, people? My
0: questions were stupid. Uh, <laughs> we kind of, I liked that our conversation grew organically. The only thing, and you know, I ask this of anyone that plays or... I guess plays are in this case markets uh, primarily one type. Uh So, do you play uh, Dynasty? First of all, how many Dynasty leagues are you in? If you play Dynasty,
2: that's a great question. So, I do play Dynasty from joining the Undroppables. So, like you know, underdogs my full time thing now, which is amazing. And but I have to give a lot of credit to the Undroppables for helping me get to that point, just because. I, you know, during the pandemic, COVID-19, all that bullshit. Like I really dove into the fantasy space and got some opportunities to write and then edit for the undroppables, theundroppables.com. undroppables.com. Uh, and a lot of those guys have, are like big dynasty players. Like at Dino Game Theory, Jax Falcone, he has his own dynasty game theory podcast. Um, I, I know Tommy Moe has been getting more and more into dynasty because he follows like a lot of rookies. We're going to have like a Devi podcast coming out. And and some of that is definitely like out of my element. Like I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking like, holy shit, like I need to get out of some of these because <laughs> I'm probably in like eight and like, I'm so just focused on like drafting for 2021 that like the dynasty leagues, I feel like I'm just going to totally, totally drop the ball in terms of management this year.
0: Nah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. See that. So that's a good thing about best ball is, I'm not. You're not setting the yes. lineup, so there's that, right? So that's why anytime we play and anytime we we do we all do this game. Well, how many leagues are you in? Not not counting best ball. Yeah, and it's not just be like right, oh, right. best ball not matter. It's like you're not setting the lineup, so I don't want to hear about your best ball because that's not gonna that's not gonna stress you yeah, out. Exactly. on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday.
2: No, I, I think I I think I dropped like one dynasty league this off because <laughs> I thought like I need to reduce the number, and then I got I, there was nothing going on post draft in May other than dynasty startups and i needed to draft like i just needed to make picks so i <laughs> so i went and joined like two startups so i think i went from 7 leagues to eight leagues now, like net, net.
1: So that, that is perfect then. That is another selling point for your site because yeah, well, what, what we've, <laughs> well, what we've found is that is true during the off season, when there's all that downtime and people are like just going, Oh my God, I want to draft. They jump in and they join a startup in a dynasty league. They draft their team. Then they never talk about it for three months or whatever. Then they get into the season and they're like, Oh my God, how do I have all these dynasty teams? But it's with like something
0: kids, it's yeah. like kids it's like oh this seems like a great idea like making the kid this is really an awesome thing <laughs> let's let's keep making this these kids
1: okay wait, then, preach, wait wait preach. wait no yeah. no because then, it's next gonna thing go you know no, you're no. like
0: oh I have a house full of kids and someone has to actually take care of that. That's a whole other thing.
1: (laughs) So, but the point is, thank you, but the point is, so with a site like yours, if I'm sitting around going, oh my God, I got to, I got to, I got to do a startup or whatever. I could just go over to underdog and I could just do a quick draft or I can do a little bit of a longer draft or whatever and get that, that wanting to do it, wanting to yeah. draft, get it out of the way. Then I have this team and I don't have to do anything with it. And then hopefully at the end of the year, I win some money, but, exactly. but, and, and then I don't have to draft
2: dra- too. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then I don't have to drop it, you know, th- cause that's what ends up happening. Then people next year go, well, I joined too many last year because I wanted to draft with something like this. You do it, you have some fun, you get to pay attention to it for the year just see. And then when it's over, you can do it again if you want. So I think that's a good selling point for underdog.
0: And you you brought up Jax at Dino Game Theory. Um, he's one of the people that forced me to join another Dynasty League um, against he, my will. He
1: keeps doing it. He keeps signing up for more and more all the time.
0: Completely against my will. He, he made a couple of good points. He jumped That's in my ridiculous. DMs. He said, look, I'm putting together an invitational league. And I'm like, look, man, I'm in way too many. He goes, well, look, we're not in any leagues together. That's ridiculous. Good point. And he's like, going to be a lot of big names in it. And I go. Both those points are true, all right. I guess I'm in, yeah. Um, don't so have to actually, from... too hard, huh? Yeah, well, I'd say that was a hard sell. That's I mean, really if easy you, to I'm twist. a pushover. If, if you come back to me after I say no the first time, then I'm just gonna give in. I'm all right. I said no, <laughs> what more can I do? We're actually in, we just jumped into the second round with Jax. He's got Pat Cranes in the league, myself, Scott Connor. J.J. Zacharisen, Mike Me Up, uh, Nate Liss, uh, our buddy Grant Barfield, <laughs> Danny Kelly, and um, it's uh, Pat Fitzmaurice. It's pretty much a murderer's row of uh, people. I talked about it a little bit last week, I
2: think. Yeah. I, I would get bullied so hard in that league if I were in it. And so I'm glad it's an invitational where, you know, I would never even get a get a <laughs> sniff of that league.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Shane, you did bring it up and you also called yourself the little fish in the pond.
0: Well, right? yeah, I said, look, if you were to put the names on a, if you were to put the names on a piece of paper and then you pulled them out of the hat. And obviously Jax is in it too. Cause it's, it's his league. It would be kind of silly if he, if he wasn't. Um, but if you were to pull a name out of a hat and you go, Oh, well, I know these guys, these guys, these guys. And then you'd be like, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> I mean, comparatively speaking.
2: That's an awesome league to be in though. Like yeah. I always want to kind of play with those guys too, but uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to manage too many leagues. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going out of my way to commission leagues that then I have to manage like the, the commissioner duties of and, uh, you know, just so I can say I'm in the league with, like, person XYZ right. who's on yeah. Twitter.
0: I didn't want to leave anyone out there. So I'm, Izzy's also in the league from DTC. We know Izzy. Izzy's a good friend. We yes. love Izzy. Um, you just want
1: to make sure you shout out every name that's in it, right? Thor
0: Nyström um, from NBC Sports Edge. Is, um, it, is it a 12-team? It's a 14-team. So See, initially. I- it was going to be a 12 team and then Jax kept going. I want it stronger. Yeah. Also Justin Boone and, uh, phil sharp at sharp review. So Graham and Nate list were the last two that were added on. I think they were 13 and 14. So it's, you know, he filled that league yeah. and he didn't even the last two that he added to it weren't freaking softies. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I get all my, I end up getting all my dynasty like analysis and opinions from Jax and the you know, droppables. so i i know felix is a friend of the brand and like i said I'm glad i'm not in that league probably i won't do any more dynasty startups before <laughs> before the season starts that's for sure we're in full-on redraft slash best <laughs> mode as far as i'm concerned although you know I, I don't know if you guys have talked about this before and i should have still been looking for them now but there are dynasty best ball leagues too, where you just like lock it's, in. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's probably yeah. different rules depending on the league.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that's even more, that's blue balls right there. Like you're almost, like you're at that point, you're like, well, well it's a dynasty league, but then you're like, but I can't do anything with it. Like, yeah. I'm not allowed to touch it in any way. I'm allowed to look at it and be like, you're very pristine. I think beautiful. you're.
1: I think your stuff is better because you're 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 also wagering a little bit of money or a lot of money depending on how what you feel comfortable in and especially if you're going to do a whole bunch of them if you do a bunch of $3 $5 things you know you can get some money back at it those dynasty Oh yeah no I, mean, I
2: I totally agree underdog's better but I I'm just curious if I could somehow mitigate you can my dynasty lineup setting process or my waivers I just play in dynasty like
0: see but here's what happened so I did it I've done a few best ball dynasty leagues, right and every yeah. time I do them I tell myself it's going to be different this time <laughs> <laughs> and, and then every time I get into them and I'm just like Ugh, I can't make the moves I want to make you know like I feel yeah. I feel limited in in dynasty and again if it's best ball that's fine like that's a separate thing to me that's best ball I knew what it, I, it should be limited but dynasty I want to be able to tinker all the time and I can't yeah. really do that in a best ball
2: dynasty. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so just so I like completely understand it, and I, I apologize if we're going down the rabbit hole here. But <laughs> you, guys have, you guys have dynasty in your podcast name. Sure,
1: so. sure. It's
2: like dynasty best ball. Like, does the lineup lock? Like, whatever your dynasty roster is, locks at a certain date. Then you just play the games throughout the season. And then does it open up and you can make trades and waiver claims or like you have your rookie draft in the offseason and then it locks again, like after a certain period.
0: Right. So, you know, every week it'll put up your best score just like regular best ball will. Right. Um, But yeah, most leagues like the waivers are locked. Um, Some leagues let you have a draft in the middle of the year. It's really up to the commissioner in the league. You know what I mean? Some leagues will let you do. All right. Well, we'll have a waiver draft in the middle of the year. But yeah, and you'd still have rookie drafts, whether it be auction or whatever. So all oh, that's the same. It's just you can't trade in season, um yeah. in most of them because it's best ball and that kind of defeats the purpose of best ball if you're just trading players away. Yeah. So to me it just it feels like this 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 it's like the worst of both worlds instead of
2: the best of both worlds. <laughs> well yeah, because you said you hate best ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh,
1: o- I, shit, yeah, yeah. I only ever had one uh best ball dynasty league and it, it just wasn't the same. You know, you the only time you could do anything is in the offseason. So it's like it, it's kinda like you're checking your scores every week, but you don't really feel attached to the team or anything like that. And to not be able to do waivers, I mean, look, there's so many injuries that happen, and so many things, especially now with COVID and stuff. It's too hard to have a dynasty team where you can't pick up players uh, when you've got people being locked out and all that kind of stuff. But...
2: Well, I'm glad you guys convinced me off of dynasty <laughs> best <basketball. laughs> so One one less thing to worry about in the fantasy space. Well, just, please, but... just join
0: more dynasty. Leagues. No,
2: just just I'm play. join more best ball leagues. Just Let's join more that. underdog
1: best ball leagues. You for know guns. that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's the guns. point of all of this, anyways. But you know, Andrew, thank you so much for coming in and hanging out with us and talking about best ball and all this stuff in your site. Um, before we go, do you want to tell everybody anything else that we didn't quite cover with underdog?
2: Well, I, you know, I think we covered underdog fantasy enough. Like, like you guys said, use that code trades HQ and you'll get the free 25 bucks when you make your first deposit on the app. Um, we, we've got the puppy up right now. So that's five free entries into the puppy too. Uh, as far as my own brand quote unquote goes, you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Mackins and you can check out some of our content that I'm either writing or editing at, um, theundroppables.com. So again, you know, Shane, Michael, appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Absolutely. And before you go, are you going to be at the fantasy football expo with underdog or undroppables?
2: Uh, Sadly, I am not going to be at the expo. Um, you know maybe if I decide last minute to rent a car, but I think the tickets or the passes or whatever is sold out, right? So I don't think I'm on being. <laughs> but
0: there's some of us that, um, I was gonna say, <laughs> where what do you call that? The uh, where the uh, the people that sit at the booths, whatever the hell we exhibitors
1: are, is what it's called, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: but it made sense just to buy uh, passes too, still because you know you get the uh, get to go to the hall of fame and all that stuff, whatever. So we have extra tickets too. Yeah. I'm not saying there's a black market, I'm just saying
2: I can confirm underdog is not exhibiting at okay. the expo. I right. think there is some kind of uncertainty with covid and stuff there, but okay. I think regardless it sounds like it's going to be an amazing time.
1: Awesome. Well, we will definitely have you back. I know you made that joke earlier, but uh absolutely. And then maybe next time Jeremy will be here and he can ask you some questions if he has any. But uh but again, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks guys.
1: Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. Uh, that's not the end of the show, but just uh, you know, I'll uh, we'll we'll fi- we'll wrap up the show and everything afterwards. But now that was pretty cool to have Andrew yeah. on. I mean, there was a lot of things that some people know and don't know about Underdog, and so I think he cleared up some of that stuff. So we had a bunch of trades on here. We we're going to talk about everything, but that went a little longer than I thought. So we'll move all the trades over to the Patreon show if you want to do that.
0: Yeah, the, and we're getting into the news a little bit too. So the Patreon episode is going to be a full on like in smorgasbord of patrons. So if you're not a patron, you should become a patron. You get better at dynasty football. Uh, You get better at trading. You get better at drafting. Uh, You get bonus podcasts. You get the uncensored version of this podcast. You get the group me chat, which helps makes you smarter. Um, Written content when that drops, swag, Zoom parties, everything. You name it, you get it.
1: And you know what is funny about that? I like that little teaser because I am sure there are some people out there that if you're not a patron, I'm sure you are waiting for this week's show to hear what Shane has to say about Carson Wentz's foot that happened this weekend. Don't. But if you're going to want to hear it, you're going to have to join the Patreon because we're moving the news over to the Patreon
0: show like Shane just said. So- ah, shit, I'm on the <laughs> clock. I just timed down again. <laughs>
1: So hey, and go check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ, and check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ, and come see us in Canton, Ohio. What in like a week and a half, right, Shane? We're gonna Ten be gonna yeah, that, right? awesome. So uh, thanks for listening, and we love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week, and say goodbye, Shane.
0: Goodbye, Shane.